Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Christian Delaweta. and today we're talking about the power is within. Christian has 30 years of experience, is a sought-after spiritual teacher, personal transformation coach, and leading voice in the breathwork community. He's travelled the world offering inspiring and transformational retreats, combining psychological and spiritual teachings with lasting and life-changing effects. An award-winning, critically acclaimed author, he has spoken at numerous universities and conferences and on the TEDx stage. His new book, Awakening the Soul of Power, was described by multiple Grammy Award-winning Gloria Estefan as a balm for the soul of anyone searching for truth and answers to life's difficult questions. And he has received a Nautilus Book Award and a Nonfiction Book Award. To find out more about his work and receive his free guided meditation, power practices and a chapter from the book, visit soulfulpower.com. Welcome, Christian. Thank you so much, Magic. been looking forward to speaking with you. Thank you. Now, I'm going to get straight into it because we've got so much to cover with you. First of all, Gloria Estefan, what a great testimonial for what you do. I know, I know. I'm still kind of blown away by that one. It was definitely my favorite of all the great endorsements the book uh, received. But, you know, that one, I actually actually courted her for three years to, to get that one. The power of persistence. I love it. Exactly. Now, Christian, I ask the same three questions of all of my guests, and the array of answers is nothing short of amazing. So I'm just going to fire them at you. And here comes the first one. What can your expertise do to accelerate health? Now, we're not just talking physical health, but also emotional and spiritual health. Well, yeah, I've been doing my work, meaning coaching and retreats and uh, workshops, writing virtual programs for 30 years now. And I can't tell you the the level of response that I get. It's like so touching, so heartwarming, so humbling uh, to hear about people's lives you know, that have actually changed. And I'm glad I, I don't have to choose between having sex and doing my work. Uh, but if I had to, I'm pretty clear that that's what I would do because the level of satisfaction and fulfillment that I get from it, there's nothing like it. Well, that's an answer that I certainly wasn't expecting. Thank you. (laughs) 
Now, we talk about wealth here as well. So wealth isn't just financial, but also we're really looking at personal wealth. Obviously, many of us, you know, as we get older, we've made mistakes in life and we kind of tend to judge ourselves by those mistakes. So how can what you do help people build their wealth and let go of maybe past mistakes or even their own self-perception? Yeah, that's a great question. My retreats have different themes. My work has different themes. My books have different themes. So sometimes we focus on personal relationships, um, how to have conscious relationships. So if you're already in a relationship and you've got those basic human needs for companionship and family and sex and all those great things, then what? How do we use that container to, to free ourselves, to speed up our own process of healing? Sometimes it's about personal empowerment. Like how do we step into power in a different way that's not about hierarchy or fear or domination or control in a way that is a match for us? Sometimes it's about life purpose. But I always do a couple of things that, that are always part of my retreat. And, and they're the two most liberating things that I know. Not that there aren't other ways to, to reach empowerment or personal liberation or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but with these two things, you you can get there. It's enough to to free yourself. So one of them is understanding the ego mind, uh, because if we want to have relationships that have a chance of working, or a sense of of personal empowerment, or a life that is filled with meaning and purpose, it's critically important that we understand how the mind works, how the ego mind works, and how it keeps us in a self-made prison of of fear and limitation and lack and self-defeating behaviors, negative thinking, uh, reactivity, victim consciousness, judgment, etc. And the other tool that I use is breath work, which you know, it's a type of healing that you breathe in a certain way for about a, an hour, an hour and a half, and amazing things happen. And I don't know anything more effective on uh, magic in terms of he- healing and clearing past trauma, as well as the combination of the two letting go of and healing and clearing those limiting thoughts. Um, because I know that you know, because of the work that you do, that the, com- the brain is like a computer. So whatever we think and all our conditioning, all our unhealed traumas from our past are having an effect on the quality of our lives, on our relationship to abundance in its broadest sense, our relationship to love. And so my work is about clearing the obstacles to all of that. And the combination of those tools are really, really powerful and incredibly effective. And and they heal um, at all levels, not only emotionally and psychologically, but mentally, spiritually, and even physically. And and I know that might sound, you know, like too much, like too good to be true, that just from breathing, all that stuff can happen. But you know what? I can't argue with the results. It, It works. And it works with permanent effects. So tell us a little bit more about breathwork. Now, in our next episode, we'll open this right up, but people are probably wondering if they obviously haven't been part of a breathwork class or or learned about it. Tell us basically what breathwork is. Well, it's, you know, breathwork is is a large umbrella term. So there, under that, there's a lot of different breathing techniques like, you know, people who, who go to yoga class know that there's a lot of different types of pranayama. Some of them are good for 
relaxation, for stress reduction. Some of them are more energizing and are good for focusing the mind right before an important meeting. So there's a lot to be said about all of those. The breathwork that I'm talking about is it's longer. You do it for about an hour, an hour and a half. And magic, just amazing stuff happens. Magic happens. You know, not only does healing happen at all those levels that I was just talking about, but people can access incredibly expanded and ecstatic states of consciousness. Like a lot of people come to me and often will say, you know, I got to that same place that I got to on a sacred plant medicine journey just from breathing. Uh, so it's, it's a circular connected breath that you do for about an hour and amazing stuff happens. Like my father was a psychiatrist, my degrees in psychology. I was on a track to get a PhD in psychology. When I discovered this breathing technique 30 years ago, I jumped tracks. I never went for the PhD because it works so fast and heals so profoundly at so many different levels. And with all the respect to the psychotherapy and the right hands with clear goals, it can be profoundly helpful and very healing. And we all know that you can sit on somebody's couch for 5, 10, 20, 30 years at a time rehashing the same old crap and not much happens. Why is that? Because the trauma no longer lives in the mind, but has now been somaticized and lives in the body. So no amount of talking about it is going to get to it. Of course, understanding what happened to us when we were 5, 10, 15, um, the effect that it had on our lives and our relationship, it's, it's helpful and it's better than not knowing, right? Because most of us are, are being driven by stuff that happened to us when we were kids conclusions we made about ourselves that we're not even aware of because we misheard something we misinterpreted something somebody said something to us in a moment of overwhelm or reactivity and, and so we took it on and we we we've been functioning from those misunderstandings from of young minds that didn't know any better this breathing technique that i'm that i'm talking about just bypasses the mind's understanding or lack thereof and it goes to the source of where the trauma now lives in the body, and it clears that. Uh, so incredibly powerful, incredibly effective, and it can be quite pleasant and ecstatic even. It certainly is amazing when you tap into that kind of source, that energy. And I love helping my clients do that as well. Now, our final question for this episode is really around weight loss. Many people battle it needlessly. So a couple of parts to this question. First of all, have you ever battled with your weight? If so, how did you go about winning that battle? And second of all, how can you help the listeners really connect to their soul to understand that maybe weight is just the shell and not the focus? Hmm. I don't know that battle is the right word. It's not, didn't feel like like a battle, but have I, you know, have I gone, have I dropped weight and then gained it back? Have I wished I had, you know, a few less pounds, especially during the pandemic, I probably put on what my COVID 10 or 12 or 15. And do I need to motivate myself to exercise? Sure, of course. So here's the way that that helps me to do it. It's, re it's reframing it. It's, it's, it's elevating it to part of my job description. Because if I'm here, you know, speaking about and teaching people about being the best that we can be, about a holistic approach to life, which cannot leave the body behind, 
then I've got to, you know, I've got to play the part. I've got to walk my talk. It's not judging anybody's, you know, weight or anything like that. But in my case, given what I teach and given what I, what I practice, if I weighed 300 pounds, it would, it would be incongruent. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a match with what I say and what I teach other people to do. So for me, that's what gets me off my butt, you know, to, to me, maybe a little bit rude and gets myself to do exercise. Because if, if I were left to my own devices, I'd much rather be, you know, eating, eating chocolate or, or watching a good movie or something like that. So I elevate it to my service, right? So it's, it's, to me, it's part of my job description. And, and that's what motivates me to exercise and to eat healthily. And your second question, yes, you know, so that's, that's the ultimate truth. Who we are is so far beyond the physical, what we look like, our age, all that kind of stuff. And, and who we are is so much more than, you know, to, to extend a little bit further, how much money we make or all, all of the worldly definitions of success. And the body is what allows us to be here for as long as we're here. And, and so for me, taking care of the body is part of the job description of being human. Uh, right, it's it's so connected to the to our quality of life, and so if we can elevate it and reframe it to those qualities, rather than feeling the guilt of of not exercising or you know, not eating well or eating too much cake or whatever, for me it makes it a lot easier. And having said that, I love Oscar Wilde's quote, you know, which which is everything in moderation, including moderation. So once in a while, maybe we just let ourselves have a good time. And then getting back on the, on the saddle of taking care of the body, honoring the body. Another way that helps me to, to frame this for myself is in many spiritual traditions, the, the body is considered a temple. And the word temple comes from the ancient Greek temenos, which means something that contains within it the sacred presence. So if we think of our bodies that way, as temples, as, as containers, of the sacred presence, whatever that is, you know, wouldn't we treat our bodies in, in a different way, perhaps? Um, and, and then that applies not only to what we put into our bodies, but what situations do we place our bodies in? So I would extend that even to, to and, and again, without moral judgment, but to extend it to, you know, what situations do we place our body in, like, sexually? I know, I know I'm not the only one you know, in that, you know, has dishonored uh, my body at different points in my life. You know, thankfully, I don't do that anymore. But growing up, for sure, and I imagine that most of us have, you know, where we placed ourselves in situations that were less than desirable, less than honoring of, of our bodies. So how differently would it be if we treated our bodies in that way as containers of the sacred? Such a beautiful answer. Thank you. Now, Christian, people can find you on Facebook at christian.delaweta.1. You're on Instagram at christiandlh. And you have a YouTube channel as well. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah, you know what? I don't know the, the address by, by heart, but probably the best way to reach me is my website. Which And then from there, they can access my my social media, my website is soulfulpower.com, S-O-U-L-F-U-L-P-O-W-E-R.com. And from there, like I said, I can 
they can access my social media. And for your audience, Magic, if they will go to soulfulpower.com and get on my email list, and we all know how easy it is to click unsubscribe if it doesn't work for you down the road, but anybody who does will send them a sample chapter of the book of Awakening the Soul of Power that talks about what it means to live heroically in the 21st century. We'll send them some power practices designed to integrate the teachings into the into our lives so that they don't stay at the level of teachings and information. We don't need more information. We've got information overload. What we need is transformation. And that comes from really living the teachings and taking them on. And that's what those practices are designed to help. And we'll send them a, a short teaching and guided meditation about trust, which I created um, in the midst of the like the worst part of the pandemic as a way to help us find a place of, of trust and equanimity and getting to that place of being the eye of the storm in these times of chaos and fear and uncertainty. That's very generous. Listeners, jump onto soulfulpower.com for all that great stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today, Christian. Will you rejoin me in the next episode, please? Of course, Magic. I thank you for having me. Thank you. Listeners, thank you again for your time. This was your episode 164 of A Magical Life, The Power Is Within You. And in 165, we're going to talk about there's a hero inside of you. And I think many of us have lost sight of what we're capable of. So I look forward to talking more with Christian in episode 165. For now, listeners, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.